Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Horsing Around with Happiness. This is the first part in our series discussing art. Liv, do you want to go ahead and talk about it? Yes, so today we're going to be talking about the specific arts, because there's normally three, um, which would be visual, literary, and performing. I'm going to be talking about performing arts and how it can kind of be interpreted differently by everyone's level of happiness. And specifically performing arts, I think we should probably talk about how music kind of plays a big role. I think today in our generation, I think we're all kind of... We, listen, we have our AirPods in, our headphones in, wherever we're going. And yeah, I think our moods kind of swing with it. Because I know, per, me personally, like, every day, like, I can wake up and I'll be like, oh, I want to listen to, like, some, maybe a little country, maybe a little twangy <laughs> music to yeah. kind of get my day started. But then, like, throughout the day, I feel like my music kind of, like, evolves. Oh, yeah, definitely. Almost. Depending on your mood, for sure. I mean, some days I'll wake up and I'll want to listen to sad songs especially if it's rainy outside it's just Mm -hmm. something that I yeah for sure yeah I have like different playlists made for each specific mood that I'm in and if I'm you know feeling a certain mood you just click it shuffle yeah shuffle it and just just go in (laughs) so one of the first um kind of studies I came across was actually from um, a website called Healthline which um kind of takes more of the psychological approach I think all my Sources I found kind of use it, but the first quote that kind of came up was that sad music brings listeners pleasure and comfort, according to recent research from Durham University in the UK, and then another university in Finland, I'm not going to try and pronounce that, but um, I really think that um, sad music, sometimes I just listen to it, and I'm perfectly fine, I'll just be in my car driving, and like, I'll just have like... Was it the Twilight? Oh, of course. Soundtrack playing, and then oh yeah, or even just like something just sad. I mean, I have a whole sad playlist. I have like an edgy, like I have different like moods of sad. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you have your sad playlist, and then you have your different like genres of sad. Yeah, then like, like you have your branches. petty sadness maybe. <laughs> but this article also said how sad music can help you cope with feelings after the end of a relationship. Yeah, definitely. And I, <laughs> can I connected that. to that one just because after um, my ex-boyfriend and I broke up, I, two months straight, I did not listen to anything upbeat. Nope. So, I mean, yeah, it definitely, like, music can, it makes you kind of feel like there's someone there with you, too. Like, they're going mm-hmm. through it just as much. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, an artist singing, like, lyrics that apply to your life. Like, Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus, oh, I think. for sure. <laughs> a little bit of finals week. But mood. do you guys think that, say, for those two months that you listened to that sad music, do you think that it almost took away from you experiencing happiness in a way? Or? It depends. I think sometimes you have a choice. You can, like, wallow in it and just kind of feel, Definitely, you know, yeah. just really yeah, so- soak it in. Or you have the choice of being, like, I didn't tired of being like this like I had my I had my 10 minutes of feeling a little Mm -hmm. down in the down the dumps (laughs) but now like I feel better I can kind of move on to some John Mayer or something (laughs) make you feel like I'm in the wilderness oh yeah of course but um I definitely think that sad music can make you feel like someone else is going through it too maybe some Kelly Clarkson oh yeah Carrie Underwood some Carrie Underwood it makes you feel like you're not alone and like that's like you know teenagers always like I'm like alone I'm the only one experiencing like what I'm going through and then like music can like show you like these people have like gone through the same thing and they've like gone through it yeah your teenage years and like the music you listen to kind of really shapes yeah 
for what, sure. Yeah, your attitude towards things. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the last study um, that they did at Healthline was that upbeat music is able to help with some emotions like depression and other mental disorders. Oh. Which I think is very interesting because I read another article. I can't remember what the source is. Sorry, Sarah. But um, they were saying that before surgery, they'll play upbeat music. Oh, or even right. like soothing music oh, to calm I the nerves. Have, yeah, I have seen something like that before yeah and i think that's really cool just because like i think music can play on your moods a little bit oh 100 yeah. yeah well i mean thinking about you listening to jazz when you study yeah <laughs> i mean yeah i mean i personally listen to jazz when i study and because i can't have lyrics because it just puts like i'm just too focused yeah. almost where i'm just like i need something in the background to keep me going because yeah. if I hear talking, then obviously, like, I'm going to want to eavesdrop, and then I'm going to want to turn around and be like, oh my god, me too, or something like that. But I feel like with jazz, it's all, it almost puts me in a certain mood where I'm so focused. Mm-hmm. Almost in, like, a trance, kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes um, into my second article, which is from a source, um, Psychology Today. So, you know, we're really focusing. This one focuses more about... Like the chemicals, and it brings up dopamine that pleasurable music may lead to the re- release of neurotransmitters associated with rewards such as dopamine. And it's almost like when I listen to jazz, I'm getting more dopamine because I feel happier. Oh, I 100% agree with that. I am like a firm believer in that, like, some like types of music are like, like, people just like appreciate different types of music differently. And, like, you can feel it, like, yeah. in, like, your, like, chest. You know when you hear, like, a song and you can, like, mm-hmm. feel it in, like, your chest? And, like, not everyone feels the same type of music like that? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Well, and that's how I feel like a lot of people are, too, with, like, certain artists mm-hmm. and everything. Because, like, when I hear, um, oh, like, when I used to hear Lana Del Rey, I used to think that she was speaking to me mm-hmm. on, like, so many levels. And that kind of yeah. faded out, like, the older I got and, like, when I was done feeling depressed and like in this weird like confident but depressed mood but now like whenever I hear like especially like some musicians like John Mayer or someone like that like it almost takes me it like takes yeah. me away from my problems oh definitely. yes I definitely agree. I also yeah. think that for me listening to music while I work out is like a huge oh, thing I don't yes. even know I can't even tell you the last time I tried to work out without music I think mm-hmm. it's something that um, like certain music pushes me harder oh, yeah. or I think that because what you said about um, music leading to the release of neurotransmitters that working out also does that so I think yeah, it's, like it's kind of like a double bo- a du- a du- yeah. A double yeah I definitely agree with that if I'm like running for example like I have like a specific like playlist and like it has to be like yeah. a certain like yeah. upbeat. upbeat like it's gotta yeah. have like like go with the, the beat, beat. exactly yeah. yep it has to have like and like pushing like lyrics kind and is of is it normally more is it more of rap yeah like some hip-hop with it because oh, yeah. when i'm working out that's mostly what's on the it's, background yeah it's rap like, and it's almost like, like aggressive a, yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm, like definitely really aggressive but um the other thing that i kind of wanted to talk about was um they also did a study at psychology today but it's been around for years and i've known about this but i love going back to this because um, a really cool fact is that consumer behavior, which is, of course, how people are, um, you know, how people are when they go in the stores, like what they want to get. Yeah, consumer behavior can be influenced heavily by the music playing in stores. Like, have you ever noticed that when you're in Safeway, like they, they never have a depressing song on? It's normally always something upbeat. 
and it's something that will make you happier. Just think, do you really want to go to the store when you're depressed? I mean, if you're going through retail therapy a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but mostly when you go in stores, you're welcomed by someone. You're like, hi, how are you today? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you're in this environment where like, oh, you can buy stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're way more inclined to buy something yeah. more expensive if you're happy. Mm-hmm. Or if you go to like a mall during Christmas time, like right yep. now, and they have Mariah Carey blaring through the yep. speakers. It gets you in the Christmas mood. Yeah, you want to feel festive. You want to open those wallets. Yeah. Sometimes, too, I don't even realize there's music playing, but it's like a background... It's a weird it's, background It's noise. a background noise that almost calms me yeah. down in a certain... Mm-hmm. Especially if I have, like, really bad anxiety, say, shopping for Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. When I'm in the mall and I hear a song playing, even if I don't realize it's playing, I'll almost start, like, singing in my head the lyrics mm-hmm. or, like, it, it just honestly makes my mood change yeah and I feel like um it just helps overall and I mean yeah there's a study about how grocery stores kind of all the stuff that you actually need is in the back and then in the front it's more of like oh my gosh Oreos are on sale like two for five I might as well get yeah and I'm like I'm like well this great music is in the background Oreos are right in front of me Mm -hmm. I might as well just get cash out cash out right here I don't need normal dinners for the next couple months. I'm just going to get Oreos. But definitely, I think that um, higher moods, you're definitely more inclined to buy. And then the last thing that from this art from Psychology Today was that hearing pleasant music almost diverts your attention away from the time processing, which is basically meaning that if you're in like a struggle and like you just put your headphones in and just kind of like vibe out, <laughs> you know, and you're just thinking about the music at hand, not really the situation. It kind of, like, takes you away from it. Yeah. I think that, I mean, in high school, uh, my high school at least, was super strict on not wearing headphones while the teachers were talking. Mm -hmm. And I almost understand why, just because when I do have, like, I'm listening to someone singing or one of my favorite songs come on, of course that's what I'm going to be focused on. I'm not going to be focused on the person talking in front of me. So I think that music can really be something that alters... Um, what you decide to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, too, it says, too, that how um, low arousing calmer music with a slow tempo can, slow tempo can kind of help you. Um, I think that goes back to me listening to jazz when I study, you know, like mm-hmm. it's able to let me focus. Yeah. And it's taking my, almost like the jazz takes my attention away from, like, the studying at hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm more relaxed. And yeah. if I'm more relaxed, obviously I'm going to be able to, like, interpret the information a lot easier than if I'm just yeah. sitting there all alone in the library with no one talking around me and I'm just yeah like trying to get through this yeah it's very distracting yeah Riley what you said about the like music distracting from like the teacher I like related that to we talked about like working out mm-hmm. and if I have like songs on that I like am like rapping the lyrics in my yeah. head like I don't even realize yeah. like I'll look down and I've been like running for like for, longer than yeah. I thought it exactly. yeah, I thought I was too. and it, that kind of goes back it takes you out of what you're yeah. feeling and and pain can be a huge part of that, especially mm-hmm. if you're running and you're on, like, what, your third mile and you're yeah. like, I just want to stop. Yeah, you're but like, two you more the, minutes and you yeah. realize the yeah. song has two more minutes. You just need to finish that. Yeah. Up. Finish that song. Sure. Not even the running, but just finish the song. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Which is, I think, going to be really powerful, I think, for athletes, too. Mm-hmm. Because I think um, we talked a lot about, not here, but with my coach, we talked about how, like, our pregame routines with pitchers, mm-hmm. specifically in, like, a couple of the girls on the team, they have to listen to music before to take them out of that stressful situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I do, which I think that, a lot yeah. of athletes do, too. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that's kind of interesting. But I think even listening to music before, like, maybe a hard test, Mm -hmm. take your mind off of it, can kind of help you navigate through that, too. Yeah. And then with my last and final article, I got from Psych Central, another psychology website, of course. But the first quote that kind of really stuck out to me in a surprising way would be, be it within films, live orchestras, concerts, or even a simple home stereo, music can be so... Evocative and overwhelming that can only be described as standing halfway between thought and phenomenon. So, I mean, think about it. Like, you're at a concert and you're listening to blaring music. Are you paying attention to anything around you, really? No. no. I no. think that, I mean, it, with my experience going to concerts, some people will say, like, post-concert depression in a way. Because I think when you're in the moment standing right in front of an artist that you love and there's so many people around and everyone's dancing it's the only thing you're really thinking about and like once it's over you're like wow like I really mm-hmm. I was there like I, I experienced something that yeah you're in changed. like a state yeah. of like euphoria like yes, it's exactly. like yeah. yeah no and it's almost like the people that are around you are experiencing it with you so it's a lot easier mm-hmm. to just what you're saying about the post-concert depression you're like wow I was around people who, like, felt the exact same way as I did. We were all going through the same thing. And now, and it goes back to, like, you're not alone, Mm -hmm. you know? And then you leave, and you're like, well, what am I going to do now? Exactly. You know? And I think those kind of concerts, I've never, I've been to a few rap concerts. I've never really felt the, you know, like, really intensity. Like, obviously, like, I'm dancing, I'm I'm in the mood for Mm -hmm. some good hip-hop and R&B, but... I think this kind of goes with more folksy concerts, too, because I think that can really take you mm-hmm. out of it. But I think even with rap, too, like aggression, you know? Mm-hmm. And with those lyrics, I don't think I've never gone through anything that NWA has gone through, <laughs> being a white female growing up in Washington. Mm-hmm. But I, when I'm feeling upset, I normally listen to something like that, and I feel like my, you know, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not running from the police right now. <laughs> but... um The other thing that I want to talk about was uh, the quote saying that music has the ability to conjure up images and feelings that need not be necessary, but they're reflected in memory. And there are several songs that I can remember from my childhood, whether it's Hannah Montana. I was thinking about the album by Justin Bieber that uh, has Boyfriend. Oh, my God. Baby. That that album will give me memories Mm-hmm. Of my childhood, unlike anything else. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, you, like, hear a song that you haven't heard in a really long time, and then you're, like, like, you feel like you're in the moment, like, the last time I like, think you that's heard it how, or something. I think that's how music can tie into happiness as well, because when I, like, even now, just talking mm-hmm. about it and having memories of being, like, a child, like, when I was so happy listening to this song with mm-hmm. my friends at a skating arena. Like, yeah. Like, it's yeah. crazy how memory can like influence your happiness too. I think that goes both ways too because like a few years ago I was like had a group of like three friends and we like always used to listen to this one song because we had different music tastes and it was Mm -hmm. the one we could all agree on and then we kind of like stopped being friends and we didn't end on like a very good note Mm -hmm. and so now like and then it was like I'm the one by like Justin Bieber 
and it was so popular. So every time I heard it on the radio, it just made me like really, really sad. sad. Yeah. So I think like You're right, for sure. that's how it like can affect like your happiness levels. Cause like even yeah. to this day, I still hear that song and it kind of like pisses me off. <laughs> like I'm yeah. not sad anymore, but it like. But it's kind of like annoying because yeah. you're like really yeah. like, this song. This Again. is the one song that had to come on. Mm-hmm. Well, I can relate to that too because it was like almost when a relationship ends yeah, too. Because you bought in the say. car, you know, you're you driving with your significant other or a super close friend. And, you know, because for me, it was um, with one of my old childhood friends. We were driving around. We always played Careless Whispers and, like, blasted it, sung it at the top of our lungs, mm-hmm. you know, good old George Michaels. Yeah. And then, you know, we stopped being friends. And then, you know, that song would come on, like, sarcastically in movies, and I would just be like, why? Like, yeah. Why this song? Why it now? It gets you angry for re- yeah. some reason. It's, it's and it's not even, sure. like, sad. I think it's a combination of anger and sadness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, and then um, for I just think really that, you know, coming up with feelings, it's like it can go really both ways. I mean, there's some songs that are like completely ruined for me now mm-hmm. because of like being in like an ex relationship. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some songs that come on and like get it away me from too. me, <laughs> turn it down, <laughs> I'm gonna run out of the room if it doesn't turn off. Yeah. You know, but I think that's really how music can play with us a little bit. Yeah. I also think that it can like depend on like what mood you're in at the time when the song comes on because Mm -hmm. I know like me my best friend like lives like eight hours away and like obviously you're but you and your best friends have like songs that you listen to together and so like sometimes I'll hear like one of the songs we used to sing together all the time and it'll make me like really happy and like reminisce and be like oh then other times I'll be like oh my god I'm so sad I miss my best friend so much so just like I think it really depends on what mood like you're in or like what like mental state you're at at the time when the song comes on and can like determine how you like react to like a certain type of song yeah Mm -hmm. And then I think on a much lighter note of um, kind of bringing up feelings and maybe some sad emotions was just like the other quote would be feeling the groove of a song can help you um, feel like you're getting away from the world, which I think lastly it always ties back into, you know, escaping your problems, getting in the this euphoric oh, yeah. feeling. But honestly, like when I think of groove I don't think of anything else but like seventies and sixties. I'm just thinking about like dancing. swinging and just like having a good time. Yeah, you yeah, know. I and agree. honestly, I connect music with having a good time because when I'm mm-hmm. listening to music, a majority of the time I want to feel better. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. You know? And I agree with that too. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like majority of my day I'm listening to music. Yeah, like right, me especially too. like being here, like college and like studying all the time. I'm always listening to like study music. Or like walking in between classes, like yeah. even when I shower lately, yeah, I've, shower. Been, I've been connecting my phone to my speaker and mm-hmm. listening to music Me that too. way. And for some reason, like when I get out of the shower, I almost feel like oh, one hundred percent, like so, so, much, better. Yeah, so, so much, much better. better. Like I'm, yeah. I'm nice and clean, but I've also just like jammed out. Yeah, like yeah. singing in the. What's better than singing in the shower? Nothing. No, not, <laughs> not a single thing. thing. Yeah. But, no, I just think, you know, the groove, and I, for some reason, whenever I hear groove, I think of September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> this is one song that everyone in the whole world will always know. I think that's true. I think that song is, like, the epitome of groove. Yeah, of groove. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think that's that's the word that, like, I always connect with. But I think just because of how happy it makes me, when I think of groove, I think of happiness. And then yeah. I think of grooving around I think of music obviously and I always can't get back with happiness and I think mm-hmm. overall depending on your happiness levels music can really be a great form of therapy 
I think that's so too. Too. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I think, you know, it doesn't, it makes you feel like someone is there going through it with you and that someone is there to cheer you on during your highs. Yeah, it's yeah. always someone, something or someone you can relate with. Um, yep. And just like feel less lonely. I feel like music, yeah. music is a helper for sure. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, I think that wraps it up for how music affects our happiness. I hope you enjoyed, Sarah. And we will be continuing on. Have a good day. Thank you.